podcast. I'm Susie Meister and I'm here with Sarah Rice. We have a super fun episode. I'm very excited. Well, tell them what we're doing today. Susan. <laughs> Susan. We were just talking about this, how I was watching Friends and there was a character named Susan and she's the worst. And every time there's a Susan. The worst. Like on Seinfeld. Yes. Doesn't she have big hands on Seinfeld too? <laughs> Probably. Let me see your hands. They're normal. Normal. Actually, they're dainty. They are dainty. Yeah, Thank you, well, Sarah. Everything else. Me and Trump. Susan. <laughs> yeah. So I said to Adam, does it feel like you're married to a Susan? Because <gasps> you are. Is that what he said? <laughs> no, he's like, I have no association with that name. Oh it's gosh. like a different name altogether. Well, you know what? Lan and I were doing work at a house yesterday and like yard work stuff, like cleaning. Yeah. And he called me Sarah. And I was like, ugh, he's so mad at me. He's like, it was the worst. It is the worst. It's the worst. He might as well say, I'm really frustrated with you right now. And right now you're a business associate to me. Yeah. And we're cleaning the house like we're business associates. Yeah. Adam kept doing this thing where like when he would be really lovey-dovey, he would use my name. So he'd be like, I love you, Susie. And I'm like, can you stop don't doing do that? that. <laughs> and every time Lana calls me Sarah, I'm like, don't call me that. So crazy. It's so weird. Why is that? I don't know, but yeah. it's like it means the, business. Yeah, it's the opposite of intimate. Yeah. And oh, yeah, you're right. Except, but you know what? Except his nicknames for me, I hate equally. Why? Because it's poops. Oh yeah. <laughs> like poopsy. Like it started out joking like like, you know, uh Thurston Howell. From oh, Gilligan's well. Island. He was like, oh, poopsie. And we like joke around like that. And then it just turned into poops. poops. <laughs> and now he screams poops when we're like on a nice cruise and standing in line. For real. Yes. The worst and thing And I is- respond. That is the worst <laughs> part. And now everyone knows. So people are going to call you that. No, no. This is. It's catching on. That's a bad idea. That's I, not going to happen. I was supposed to tell you guys that oh, yeah. today's episode is about advice. This is an Ask Susie and Sarah oh episode. Like a column, but live. Yeah. We're like Dear Abby. Or you don't have to wait a week to get the answer. Right. Get it so right now. We solicited our listeners to submit some questions, and now we're going to call some of them. We're going to call them out. I think they're going to be nervous. Well, yeah. Well, you know, here's the deal. They should have a glass of wine. We should have told them that. Oh, my God. We're having a glass of wine. By the way. So. (laughs) Your face is hilarious. (laughs) Okay. Most of the time we come on here and we talk about amazing wine we have. Yeah. This one's not. Not good. And. This is how you know we're not BSing you. I bought this wine through like a home party situation. Uh Uh-huh. Sight unseen, taste untasted. Did you know what the package looked like? I thought that it was a rosé. I definitely didn't know that it was like... <laughs> it's like whenever you're in eighth grade and your boyfriend buys you a <laughs> bottle of that pink uh, bubble bath. Because <laughs> he thinks That's it's exactly super romantic. What the packaging looks like. It's called... I shouldn't say because I don't want to ruin the business. But if you like really sweet wines, you might like it. Yeah, maybe. We just I'm just don't. not into that. It's called Double Date. <laughs> right now, like, I'm not going to say it. But it's look, so gross. I'll tell you when it's good. Eh, this time's not so good. But, yeah, you know. I'm sure they have other wines that are yummy. This one isn't. Okay. The first person on my list to Ooh, call. I'm so excited. Is named Amanda. Amanda. Amanda Hug and Kiss. Not no. really. Oh, you know that like, joke. Yes, I need Amanda hug and kiss. Yeah, hold on. Talk I had while a camp I counselor Amanda. named Amanda, and she was really strict, so we called her Amanda Commanda. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's she, pretty clever. She was actually a really cool counselor because she's like the kind of counselor who is probably smoking cigarettes, like hanging out in the back cabin when all the kids went to bed. She's cool. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. This is a different Amanda, though, not to be confused with the cool camp counselor. Do you hear it? No. Sounds weird. Oh, yeah. No, I do. Woo! Here we go. Oh, my God. Hello? Hi. It's Susie and Sarah. Hi. How are you guys? (laughs) Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Say back. She's the the best thing I can answer. Ask for. Oh, thank you. You're already a pro. Thanks for coming on this show. 
you thanks for having me and did, answering my questions. Yes, remind me because did you submit via email or Twitter? Email. No. Oh, email. Okay. Tell yeah. Sarah and I yeah. what your question and, and me what your question is. <laughs> um, I wanted to know <laughs> how to make a successful first impression and how to win over your colleagues and bosses. Oh. It's a great tops. question. No, I'm definitely kidding. <laughs> Wait a minute. What industry I'm just are you in? I'm distracted because I'm staring at Susie's low oh, cut top sorry. right now. So there you go. Amanda. Yes. Ser- yeah. All seriousness now. What industry are you in? Oh, I'm in public relations. Oh. Okay. Do you I'm feel like you make a bad first impression? Um, I don't think I do. But we're about like professional first impression because in public relations we're supposed to be the ones that can talk to anyone and everyone about the organization. Mm. But I'm worried that like when you make that first impression, they're looking for you to just be on all the time. Oh no. Yeah. That's the worst. Let me think. Yeah, it kinda of sucks. <clears throat> yeah, but I also think there's that whole like fake it till you make it, you know, you kind of got to exude confidence. And I especially think anytime you're a female who's in a career where you have to be assertive, you have to be more assertive than even you think is being assertive because we are naturally not very assertive. And that just comes from being taught to be polite, being taught to take care of other people first And maybe this isn't, but I even do this where I'm apologizing for things, where I'm, you know, letting somebody else speak before me. And it's kind of like a, like, what would a dude do? Well, I have a question for you, Sarah, about this. Do you think that you make a good first impression? If I am making the attempt to make a good first impression, but I think I would have to try. Like if somebody just caught me on a random day at the grocery store, probably not. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because they would think like, oh, God, she just like she's look at what she's she's not even like trying very hard. She has no makeup on. Like, you know, there's a big difference between the I'm in the office and I want to make a good first impression and I want to get this account or get people to uh, or I want to, like, you know, command attention mm-hmm. versus, you know, just picking up some paint at Lowe's. So, you know. <laughs> you know what? I think I only make a good first impression and <gasps> then it's all downhill. What? Okay, but you do make what? a great first impression, Susie. <laughs> you do. I think you that like crush it. I'm I'm awesome for 5 minutes and then Well, I'll give you longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that it's downhill. So, let me think, Amanda. What if Wait a minute. What if you just tell everybody how awesome they are all the time. You do that and it works. It's know, great. Susie does it and I love it. Like, can you yeah, just become a complimenter? Yeah, I think that it goes a long way as well because um, going into it, I'll have, I'll be obviously probably be the youngest person and I will have the least amount of experience. So maybe like asking them questions about what they're doing or, you know, oh, that was really cool. Like, how did you do that? Like, yes. How you did that? That goes, and people respond so well to flattery. And I especially think if you are working with people who are a little bit older than you, they may have an, uh, possibly wrong, like preconceived idea of what a a younger person or millennial or what have Mm -hmm. you is going to be like in their profession. So they may already have a sour taste in their mouth of, thinking that these millennials like already know everything and already know all the answers. So for you to come in there and be like, Oh my God, I love that. Tell me how to do that. Teach me. I just want to learn everything. You already know so much. I have so much to learn. That is a really good angle to take. Awesome. You know what I think is bad advice? What? How everybody always says to be yourself. (laughs) I think most people should not be themselves. What do you think, Amanda? I think so, because when you're yourself, like, you're yourself unapologetically, and people, like, accept you for who you are, oh. and you have to find that understanding, whereas, like, if you meet someone for the first time, they might take it the wrong way or, like, 
not really know where you're coming from right That's away. That's what I'm saying. So I think you kind of have to hold back, not hold back a little bit, but like just show the parts of yourself that you know are appropriate. In the yeah. Yeah. It's ease like into finding that. a happy medium, you know, if you're uh, yeah. serving a bunch of food for a bunch of different kinds of tastes, you don't know what the, you will want to make. You're not going to make everybody happy. Best thing to do is serve some more neutral dishes. Like get, order pizza. P- everybody likes pizza. Basically, you need to find the yeah. pizza of conversation. You know what? That that should That's be good. on a freaking. I'm such a metaphor. <laughs> I'm pizza is always a metaphor for life. <laughs> We're you getting know, somewhere here. The other thing is. Don't you think the most interesting people are the ones who are interested in, you know, others and like top, lots of different topics? So be that yes. guy. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are so good but at this. But don't be the annoying guy who's like, hey. Right. Five questions, here I go. Yeah. We right. don't want any duds. Forget right. it. And not overly questioning. Yeah. yeah. I got to work yeah. on that. Uh, right, right, first question. To, yeah, knocked it out of the park. I think uh, Amanda, please report back and let us know if we were uh, on the nose with our advice. We hope I you found this useful. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, that went well. So far, so good. <laughs> that was fun. I feel like we're really good at this. Yeah, I think she. Uh, you know what? She sounded like one of those people who really had. Her own advice in her. Like, she knows. She knows, and she just needed a little boost of confidence in the right direction to be like, yeah, you can do that. She's off to a great start because I like her. And Me that was too. my first impression of her. Yeah. All right. Check her off the list here. As Next. successful. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Next up, I got advice to give, man. Here we go. She's into it. I sense it. Hi, Jill. It's Susie and Sarah. Hi. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> Do you have some reservations? Are you like, maybe this was a mistake? What if she thinks we're going to give her bad advice? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just being unnecessarily nervous right now. Oh, okay. good. Okay. Nothing to worry about. Well, let me put your mind at ease because we just did our first one with a woman named Amanda and we killed it. Yeah. We so did. so right, we're okay. off to a good start. <laughs> we're already warmed right. up. Okay, yeah, you're, we broke ourselves in with Amanda, and now we're ready for Jill. Jill, tell us yeah. what advice you want. Um, I need some advice on starting my own business. I have a crazy-ass life right now. I have a 10-month-old and a 2-year-old. Oh, and, nightmare. Uh, yeah, it's insane. I drink a lot of wine. <laughs> um, and well, that was going to be my first suggestion, so, so far, so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a full-time student right now. Uh, I'm a paralegal student. I'm hoping to go to law school after this, and I want to start my own business. Um, I want to start a kid's consignment business because, as I'm sure you know, Susie, kids' stuff is, like, ridiculously expensive, and they use it for, like, two weeks, and then they're done. I love it. (gasps) And I want to be able to, like, have an income for my family while I pursue my education and don't so that I don't have to, like, Preach it. Just really kill myself even further. Jill, we love gals like yeah. you. Yeah. You're doing everything <laughs> right, and you are a badass chick. Can but I just start by saying she, that? Do you, do you sleep enough, though? Like, when are you going to bed? <laughs> I go to bed at, like, I actually get, like, eight hours of sleep. It's no, crazy. you do not. I swear. Yeah, I go to bed. And my children sleep through the night. That's oh, the trick. So that is. I, I'm a blessed lady. Okay, well, this is great. So you're well-rested. That's a good first step. But, like, where are you going to find time? That's a lot of work. I have some... I got, but I understand her desire and oh, her motivation. Yeah. It's awesome. And I'm going to go ahead and say what I did when I had a million things on my plate is I found an awesome woman to collaborate with. Hmm. My friend Susie. Oh. So... <laughs> 
genuinely knows you. Know. I had so like funny. we had like, so much stuff, but I think when you find if you find people to collaborate with, and also don't be scared to. Uh, hand over responsibilities and maybe make it more of like find maybe other people who are also as passionate as you are into this idea and and somebody who you can share this with because as you know you can't do everything by yourself all the time it'll never work you'll just be drowning and eventually yeah. like something ends up giving a little bit you know you got you only have so much attention to give but if you can have somebody else help out and put with some of uh, that attention, then uh, you'll have more time to do the other things that you want to do. And that is very, very, very hard to do. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. That's, I think that's my biggest um, reservation and what I needed like the most advice on is just like, how do I do it? Like, how do I, I have all these ideas that I want to do. Mm. I need to know like how to make it happen. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I have no shortage of ideas and I'm always like, I want to write this book or I want to write this article or I want to do another podcast or whatever it is. And mm -hmm. the time is the great equalizer. No matter how rich you are or poor you are, we all have the same 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And that's brutal. Yep. I will say, though, that this isn't so much advice as it is support. I freaking love that idea. I shop almost exclusively at consignment stores, both for my son and for myself. And it's like such a great situation because people, it's something people want and need. And what about yeah. the option of doing it online? Like, do you want a storefront a, or do yeah. you want it to be digital? Um, I think I thought a storefront would be a good start at least to mm -hmm. get, I think I, I also want to get the community involved and get yes. back to the community because and that's where you can to, get like, the clothes. People who can't afford it. Yeah. And like help, help people make money from the stuff that they're not using anymore. They could definitely use that. Okay. I love that. Here's my other bit of advice. Then. What? When you don't know how to do it, ask somebody who does. And just like Susie, it was always really encouraging when, you know, we would do anything for the podcast. So just email them, just call them, just write them. I guarantee you there is a consignment store somewhere that you can find that you like the concept of or you like the um, <clears throat> business model for or anything like that. It could be in a totally different state and you just send them or find them on Instagram or find them on something and you write them a message or email them and say, I love your plan. Here's what I want to do. I guarantee you that they will respond to you with some sort of direction. Yeah. <clears throat> that's a good, that's good advice for anybody really. Anything. Yeah. Cause I'm a big fan of social media and I'm all, I bet you there's even groups on Facebook where it's like, you know, consignment stores, owners that compare notes and give ideas to each other. And it's not like, you know, I think a lot of times people get this idea that, you know, if I ask for questions, uh, you know, people won't want to give them or people will think I'm trying to steal their idea or something like that. I think it's just the opposite. There's nothing more flattering than somebody coming to you and telling me and saying, teach me everything you know, because all we really want to do is have somebody ask us, Hey, how do you do everything that you're doing? Because they worked so hard to get where they are. They are. So they'd love to help somebody else. I'm sure of it. I love that you how want to do, do you it. Find, thank you. How do you find the confidence to like, just do it? Like just ask these questions and like, just go, oh. go for it. I mean, you just this is to, my specialty. Yeah, that is, that is your specialty, <laughs> Suze. Cause I ask her the same thing all the time. I'm asking you stuff like that. I just feel like. It, when when it's all said and done, I prefer to regret things I did instead of things I didn't do. And this is something that's very annoying, by the way, to people in Hollywood, because if there's a famous person, I am going up to them and going to harass them because I'd rather live with the shame of being an idiot than to go home and be like, I wish I would have said how much I love their work or I've whatever. I've do it to multiple people <laughs> from a very Brady movie on <laughs> different occasions. That's so true. And you know what? I'm glad I did because even, number one, 
If you make a fool of yourself, you have a great story to tell, and I'm a fan of that. And we got those. And the worst <laughs> that can happen is that they're just not nice to you, and then you're like, glad in which I- what you have a better story to tell. And it's like, glad I know you're not a helpful person and you're not a friend to me. So, good riddance. That's what I say. Yeah. But I mean, it is Sarah. Was it the last girl you said fake it till you make it? I mean, that's like should be everyone's yeah. motto. Even yeah. if you don't feel confident, pretend like you are. And you know, people want to say like, oh, that's not genuine or whatever. But you know, it's kind of science just does that. Like if you hold, there's a study where if you hold a pencil in your teeth, that it forces <laughs> you to smile and it will make you happier after a while. So if we just take those little tidbits that we know about science and apply them to greater concepts like fake it till you make it at work and things like that or wherever it'll work jill are you a member Mm -hmm. of the brain candy crush group on facebook i was i was but then i deleted my facebook because i couldn't stand all the election stuff oh Oh. yeah that makes sense i get that because i was gonna say maybe not that group but a group something like that that you might be in where if you went on there today and were like hey what are some consignment stores you guys like send me their websites they might be able to share with you different models or styles that could inspire you and like, give you I know ideas. There's a really good one in Costa Mesa slash Newport Beach, California. And if you just Googled that, you can at least get pictures and stuff like that and see maybe what they what their yeah. whole if you model get is. things cooking though, you let us know and we'll promote your, your shop. Yeah man. Eventually I'm gonna pop a baby out, so you know, need some clothes for that. Yeah, thing. right. But we wish you the best of luck, and my gosh, thank you. You are killing it. You got yes. a lot going on. Thank you. Drink yeah. a lot of wine. Well, thank you guys Take so much baths. for being such an inspiration to Aww. do this. Like I listen to you guys like every week, and just the fact that you guys keep going, like <laughs> I, I mean, just like yes, like and the fact that you like figured out ways to be one step ahead, and like are always doing something else is such an inspiration oh, for me to keep, keep doing things too. Like keep going. Be, That's be really nice. Jill, we love you. We'll keep doing that and uh, keep listening and thank best you. of luck. Yes. Let us know. Bye Jill. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, bye. Thank you. Bye. Two for two. We are amazing. Uh, yeah. She's a delight. It sure is. Can you believe all she's doing? No. I think a that's lot. a lot of our listeners. I really do. Why? What do you think? I just, I can tell that, uh, I don't know, I, I can tell. I don't know all of them, but I can just imagine that, you know, whoever they are, they're like badass. I know. I've been so impressed with our audience. I mean, have you ever met one where we're like, eh? No. No. No duds. No. No duds. Um. All right. You ready free. for another one? Should be our slogan. Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, Let's do by it. the way, what we should say, you should try BioClarity. That's the best advice. Oh, I've been getting a lot of comments on my skin lately. I know, I'm sick of it. I know, only because I've been wearing no makeup. Oh, good. You yeah, because I've just been letting That's it breathe. That's so liberating. It is. So thanks to BioClarity, and then the best is that BioClarity likes my picture, and I'm like, yeah. I know they just followed me, and I was all flattered. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> Go to BioClarity.com slash Brain Candy and get your first month of this acne wash. It's a three-step program for $9.95. It's $20 off, and you get free shipping, and it's risk-free. Try it and see if you like it. I just got a tweet from a woman today who was like, I just bought it, and after three days, my skin looks incredible. (gasps) And she's like, I should have done this months ago. Well, you know what I did? I upped the size. I got, like, my bigger one Yeah, because I needed more. Sarah's buying in bulk. I know. I wanted different. And then I still had, like... Leftover in my other one, gave it to a friend because I was like, "You have to try this." That's what I'm saying. I Had tell all my friends because, yeah, as I you got know, a big one because I can like spread it a lot out for everybody to try. Yeah, spread the love. Or Bio they can Clarity. just go to bioclarity.com and enter code Brain Candy at checkout. Yeah, well, it's bio. Yeah, bioclarity.com. You're right. Promo code Brain Candy for nine ninety five, twenty dollars off. Yeah, best advice ever. By the way, this is a separate. Thing before we call our next person, I'll, we got a lot of kind of backlash about 
the books episode whenever I said, and you kind of agreed. Oh, mm-hmm. I know what you're going to say. That we say don't it. like fiction that yep. much? Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do it. Let's address it. I'm going to read to you because she won't mind. Because she's a friend of mine. I'm going to read to you Allie's text because she's a teacher. I'm so and- mad already. No, you shouldn't be mad. We should feel like, you know... What? Maybe. There. Okay, let me see where it is. No, we shouldn't. And I can't wait to fight with you about it. What? <laughs> no, where did I so put it? Do I delete it? Well, let me tell you what this other lady said. Okay, okay. okay, okay you found here it. it is. Wait, okay. here it goes. She said, so I'm listening to your books podcast, and the English teacher in me has to question you saying you don't necessarily like fiction because you feel like you need to learn something and it's a waste. I think there's a ton to learn from fiction books. Margaret Atwood is a fiction writer with tons of lessons, and that's our book club book, uh, with lessons to be learned. Themes and symbols are like puzzles that have to be figured out and can absolutely teach lessons that are applicable to life. And then she lists a whole bunch of examples, and they're all totally uh, relevant. And then she said, sorry for the rant, had to throw my two cents in. And I said, well, yeah. Well, I- speaks for a lot of listeners. Yes. And we got a, I got a lot of emails. Most of them were very nice where they were like, give it another try because it teaches empathy. And, you know, they were really thoughtful. Um, this, this one person wrote on Facebook that she had been thinking about it for days and it was bothering her <laughs> and not that it, not that we didn't like fiction cause she could accept that, but she was upset uh. that you couldn't remember Margaret Atwood's name. And then she was upset that like, I'm just like that. Well, she felt that if we're going to do an episode about books, it should be uh. more well-rounded and that that would improve the episode. And so At first I was defensive, but then I was like, okay, that's fair. Um, But here, let me clarify my position on fiction. We should just call it Books by Sarah and Susie. Then people could just shut up about it. I guess I get defensive because I read so much. Right. Me too. I'm on your team here. I am a book aficionado and enthusiast. And I just happen to prefer, Mm -hmm. because like we said earlier, time is finite. We have a limited amount of time. So that being said, we must choose based on our preferences. Okay. So I guess what I'm just getting at is if if you're into fiction, I support that. Well, okay. Continue. What else? No, go ahead. Also in the days since I've been reading the Margaret Atwood book and oh my God, it's fantastic. And let me tell you, I was flying home on a plane today and I'm about mm, a third of the way through the book. And as soon as the bell ding, you know, went ding and I had to like get up, I had that moment where I was like, oh, and I haven't like, no, like you're upset that you have to get up and put the book down and move or whatever. And I have not had that with a book in years because I, I don't get that with nonfiction. Yeah. And when you do find a fiction, I get a lot of aha, like brain moments, but not. Yeah. yeah. And finding that is tremendous. Like when you do find a fiction or nonfiction book that speaks to your soul or your sensibility in some way, that's so great. Yeah, man. But people were really outraged. So yeah, but you know what to you just it's like taste and food. It's so you know? true. All right, we're going to call... Probably another pizza analogy works there. <laughs> you know what, Sarah? What? I have real Like, I love you. <laughs> Good, thanks. I love you, too. But I have started to love you even more lately. <gasps> well, I love you! Like, <laughs> you just tickle me. <laughs> and I'm so lucky to have a friend oh, like you, let man. me just say. I feel the same. Gosh. I mean, you're a delight. Well, takes honestly, takes, you are so bad about compliments. I know I'm the worst because what am I supposed to say? I just think, I don't know what it is, but whenever you're here and we're recording, I'm yes. having fun and that That's is all so I want. great. Okay, See people, it's the real deal. <laughs> this we is love each other. Tara and she is a hoot. She, I think her handle is Pterodactyl. <gasps> Which is I adorable. Oh, I think I know this person. I mean, not like no, yeah, but I know do. of her mm-hmm. because you know that's how us brain candy people are. Chatty. Tara, 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 Tara. That's cute. Why didn't I think of that? Hi, Tara. 
Hello. <laughs> How are you, Tara? I'm doing so good. How are you guys? We are great. I see now that I don't need to announce her name when I come <laughs> on the phone with her. It's more, it makes more sense. She knows who she is. It makes more sense for me to say who I am That's when true. she comes on the phone. Hi, this is Sarah and Susie. Proper phone etiquette. I have none of it. <laughs> Tara, first of all, yes. thank you for your support of us and our show. You've been such a great um, support to us and fan. So thanks. Oh, of course. You guys are wonderful. You make it easy. We try. We didn't tell any of these callers to say <laughs> the nice things that they're saying. I just want to say that to listeners. They Those are unsolicited comments. Tara. Yes. Oh, no. I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your question for us today? Yeah. So, um, my little question um, requested for advice from you guys is... Um, I am, you know, pretty normal, secular, 25-year-old, um, but I was raised by a very wonderful, loving, devout Catholic mother. Um, mm-hmm. Went to Catholic school my whole life, uh, from kindergarten through high school, um, even college, um, which has been great. Met lots of really great people, made mm-hmm. lots of really good friends, um, but my mom is pretty... Um, let's see, hesitant to accept my wishes as an adult now, kind Uh of coming into my own, that I, it doesn't mean the same thing to me that it means to her. Yeah. Um, So, and I've been trying, you know, the past couple of years to introduce like, oh yeah, I really would prefer to not go to mass with you. I realize it's special and important, but it's not something that, you know, makes me comfortable and I feel actually Mm. very uncomfortable in these situations. Um, and I want to respect her wishes, and I don't want her to feel that, you know, I'm disrespecting her, but I would also really like her to respect um, my decision to not practice and to understand that I have a healthy spiritual life outside of this organized religion. So, overall, that's kind of my situation. <laughs> Does she, do you talk to her about your uh, beliefs or lack thereof now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying, you know, in the past couple of years to introduce that, um, especially when I was home over Christmas, kind of going home on high holidays, Christmas, Easter, it's always sort of a thing where she'll be like, okay, what mass are we going to? And I'm like, mom, I will go with you, but I want you to understand that this isn't something that I believe in anymore. And her response is pretty much like, well, you're in it. You were baptized, you're in it. So, um, she is what doesn't really want to let me go essentially Mm, that's tough because she's not Mm -hmm. acknowledging your own uh autonomy and independent thought like Mm -hmm. it's one thing if she's sad about it like my mom as you know is sad about my uh unorthodoxy but (laughs) <laughs> she's accepted that that's the case. Um, it's a hard thing for mom because you have to understand what that means to her in her belief system, especially if she feels so strongly about you having that, that mm-hmm. means that you not being part of that faith, there are consequences for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think yeah. though, cause with Catholicism, it's a little different. Do you think that she thinks you're still going to go to heaven or whatever? Or do you think she thinks your soul is damned? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's mostly like when I was talking about sort of having a different belief system, different spirituality now, um, she was mostly just worried, like sitting in our kitchen crying, saying, well, then who do you pray to when life is overwhelming? And I think just really worried that I don't have a solid foundation or you know place to go and that kind of I tried to explain well then what do you think people that aren't Catholic do like there are lots of different world religions and this isn't the only thing that's right and the only thing that can be meaningful and I think it's hard for her to understand Mm -hmm. that since this has been such a huge part of her life um Uh so I just kind of want to what does it feel like for you whenever you do go to mass what what makes you uncomfortable um kind of just sitting and being part of 
a practice which, in my experience growing up with it, has been hostile toward um, LGBTQ communities, hostile toward, you know, women's reproductive health, and it's hard for me to sit through. Like, I sat through different sermons and homilies where people, the priest was sort of advocating for a lot of things that I really just Mm -hmm. don't believe in and don't really want to sit and be associated with. Um, But since it's kind of, I've been, you know, speaking my truth a little more and trying to, you know, make her understand, it's been easier to sort of separate myself and not feel like it's sort of something I'm a part of. It's something I can observe from the outside, which is fine, but I would also just kind of like my own Mm. opinions to be respected as well, you know? (laughs) Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, I don't know your mom and the relationship you have, but would it be comfortable for you to ask her questions? Like what about the faith is inspiring to her or, you know, what parts of the doctrine have really made a difference in her life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never tried that. Um, but it might be a good thing to start doing. You know, growing up, we never really had the most open relationship. Our family is kind of a little more closed off in terms of you yeah. know, personal conversations like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that now that I'm older, I'm trying to explore a little more. Um, another layer is that I'm an only child, so it's sort of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I was all the attention is on me. Yeah. And yeah. Such a disappointment <laughs> with you. Okay. That as, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So it's not like I can point to a sibling and be like, well, look at them. It's kind of, <laughs> yeah. Right. This is who, <laughs> this is who you got. Well, it's always important as difficult as it is sometimes to do to remember that her goal, her whole motivation is, stems from nothing but love. Yeah, that's cool. Love mm-hmm. and something that is, you know, love is like the really strong emotion, but the other one that's there, that secondary one is a, some sort of fear, fear of you not mm-hmm. being okay, fear of you not having support, fear of you not having the kind of safety net that she felt like she had. And maybe those, I think that really is really insightful what Susie said about asking her those questions because maybe there was a time in her life where the church provided some really necessary um, like fulfillment of a need and so she has this deep connection to it and is maybe afraid that if you're in a similar situation you won't have that and Mm -hmm. so just kind of understanding where each other come from and knowing that it comes from a place of love and always going in there first with the mom, I know that you love me more than anything and that you're saying these things out of love. And then maybe also finding some kind of common ground, like maybe some way, since she said, like, who do you pray to or what do you do? You know, if there is something that you connect with, for some people, it's like volunteer work or giving back or anything that gives you those like lovey-dovey, warm, tingly feelings inside that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Whatever works for you, invite your mom in on it. And, you know, maybe if it's like going to some different kind of service, like, And I bet that if it's with you and it's for you and you show her how important it is, then she will step out of her comfort zone and you can step out of yours a little bit and meet each other halfway. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Is your (laughs) mom in complete agreement with the church? Is she in lockstep or is she someone who's like ignoring the things that she doesn't necessarily believe in and just embracing this other idea? Mm-hmm. What is she? Yeah, I think, I don't know. It's hard to tell because when I was, we were talking before, it was like, I was like, mom, there are a lot of things I don't really agree with. I feel like it's very strict and it's not, I don't feel comfortable in it. She's like, oh, it's really not. It's really not. 
Um, and I don't really think she understands. I don't know if she's had experience experiences with um, LGBTQ individuals or if she really understands that um, issues with reproductive health, it's not something that we mm-hmm. talk about. Like, we don't really bridge those topics. So yeah. I just don't know if she realizes that those things are a really big part of the lives of people I love and my own life. And um, it would be yeah, really just, fun if you could, though, be like, hey, is there anything you don't like about the church? Because you might be surprised with oh. our answer. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I would want to know. And then that could be like, yeah. open the door for you to be like, yeah, and guess what? I don't like anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I'm sure there's things you do like, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's such a great idea. Because if you say, look, we don't like this, but what do we like? We like the community. We like the this. We like the that. And that's kind of what I was getting at is finding that alternative, finding the same mm-hmm. things that you like about it but in a different setting so you guys can still have Because probably what she misses the most is you. Because do you still live at home? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I live um, pretty she, far from home. So. She, her only daughter has left her and is now leaving the <laughs> church and is gone forever. Can you imagine what mother thinks? Of course. <laughs> she's just scared she's going to lose you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's un- nice way to look at it <laughs> yeah and I know she she totally means well um yeah. and, you know I want I want her to be happy too and it's like I don't want to disappoint her but mm. I also want to take steps and you know be true to myself and yeah. Not just yeah pretend because I don't think that's healthy either. <laughs> well, if it's any consolation, people have been dealing with these generational issues since the dawn of time. So you're in Susie good company. And her own family. So. Yeah. I'm in good company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mom is lovely and um, one of my best friends, even though I couldn't disagree with her more on almost everything, but she's kind <laughs> and I, I value that. And if you can find one thing in people, you're okay. Yes. But mm-hmm. Tara, I love you, mm-hmm. and I think you're wonderful. I love you guys. <laughs> so oh, thank you, you for so wonderful. being such a great uh, support to us, and thank you for your question. Yeah, hope we gave you some yeah, you know, of decent advice. Yeah, good luck with yeah. Mama Bear. A very difficult thank subject. Thank you. Thanks, Tara. Yeah, I'll get keep you guys posted. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. That's tough, man. That is a tough one. It's not easy. I think there's a lot of people going through that, especially with the election. Even, I think, political differences bring up the same feelings. I've gotten so many messages from people. I think I've become, like, representative of this problem. Uh Uh-huh. And people are like... Well, because we had had Peg on here. But see, not everybody's relative is like Peg. Right. And so... That's tough when they're like mean or oh. real aggressive. Yes. So I I sympathize. We're calling Allison now. Okay. This is our next one. Sorry for the abrupt transition there. Hello. Hello. It's Susie and Sarah. Is this Allison? Yes, it is. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. Hi, Allison. This is so exciting. I've been waiting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know we kept you waiting. I we were giving out a lot of advice. <laughs> well, sometimes people need that. Yeah. Yeah. And we're hoping you maybe, or we hear you need some and hoping we could help. Yeah. What do you need, Allison? By the way, thank you for all your support and for being such a loyal brainiac. No problem, you guys. You guys need to be a supportive of you guys. It's nice. What what can we do to help you? How can we give back? <laughs> what can we do? <clears throat> Tell us a story. I mean, can I? I don't even know how to explain everything that's going on. But you have, I, if I remember correctly, but, love life problems. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's kind of I should be single right now because of everything going on. But I moved here and. Meeting people is just a lot different than what I expected, and I'm just kind of getting grounded, and I'm noticing that people are a lot different than I expected. Okay, you moved, let me get the story straight. You moved to Los Angeles from where? Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay, Phoenix Mm -hmm. to L.A., and Mm -hmm. you are correct. People in Los Angeles, and I can say this because I was born in Los Angeles, like proper, like 
Santa Monica Hospital. People from LA suck. <laughs> I can say that because I'm one of them. I know there are people out there who are like, eh, but I'm from LA and I'm cool. Okay, if you're from LA, maybe you're cool, but oh, the majority of people, if you're a woman who's dating, oh, the guys out there are not good. Here's my number one piece of advice. Don't date anybody in Los Angeles. Get a guy who lives a little bit outside, whether it's the Valley or South County or, but LA proper, it's tough in there. Where do you live in LA? I actually live in Santa Monica. Okay. That's <sighs> the hard so bit. I live out by the beach. What seems to be the problem? What's wrong with these? Are you a person who enjoys men or women? Men. Okay. What's wrong with these men? They're intimidating. Oh. I mean, as much as I'm, I'm a very outgoing person, yeah. but I don't know why. It's just, it, my mm. love life before wasn't the best, and especially out here, guys have their shit together, and they're not, I mean, they don't the have their here. shit together. Just so you know, let me break it to you. They don't have their shit together. They may be acting like they have their shit together. They don't. And, they don't. That no, nobody ever has their shit together, first of all. That should be like a general... Like, I'm married. I don't have my shit together. People have children. They don't have their shit together. It's just how it is. So I would just like to say I have my shit together. Okay, well... You know, I'm just joking. You're probably like the exception. I do not. I'm and look at how hard you work. No, uh, that's annoying that they're intimidating. Like, what are they like? The entertainment yeah. biz type or what? It's... it's- I don't know what it is. I I just get so nervous. I mm. don't know what it is about people, but it's. I mean, I can talk to anyone. I really, really can. But it's just like out here. I don't know if it's just because I'm new, and I I'm so used to knowing the people that I'm around yeah. or what it is. But that's hard. But it's it's not easy to walk up to someone. You, I mean, and see, that's the and also part why is, don't walk up. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. Who, what are you going to do to start the... Where are you going? <laughs> let's nail this. Let's, let's narrow it down. Where yeah, are you going? Where are we going to meet guys? What are we doing here? What are we working with? I mean, the only places that I've really been has been to, obviously, comedy shows, which we've all heard about that on the Facebook page. So <laughs> I didn't know that. I missed that on the in the Brain Candy Crush. You shared that? Oh, what happened? Oh, yeah. What happened? Uh-huh. There's someone out there who I have been watching for for a while, and I I go see his comedy shows, and it's, I don't know. I don't know if I'm giving out too much information, but yeah. You're kidding me. No. This, no. I'm dying. I know. I Wait, wonder. how did I miss this? I must have been offline for a minute. So you have... I knew that there was a guy that you liked that w- it was unrequited, but I didn't know he was a comedian. Yeah. He is. And, and it's a know. secret? I mean, I don't know if he wants to keep it a secret. Wait, does he know? I mean, I hope at this point he knows. Oh, my I God. I told him. You've t- Okay. I'm dying. Have you met him in person? And see, this is the weird part, is I have, but it was back in May, and I mean, obviously, I've seen him at at different comedy shows, but... It's like, okay, he's on stage, and then he bolts out and out the door. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to speak to Ugh. you, but... Comedians are all depressed. Wait, you don't want to date one of those Where guys. did you meet him? Uh, at the club where you saw him, or...? I met him at the Tempe Improv. So he was performing, and you met him there? Yes. I, uh, I went to a show, and usually I don't go up to people. I know that I've seen... Other people that I've, like, comedians and stuff like that, I usually don't go up to those people or, or you stayed after the show and signed everyone's autograph. It was super nice, and that's when I met him. Oh, well, first of all, he's, like, your dream guy. Is that what we're getting at here? Kind of, I mean, right? I mean, I may have said, if I keep it, if I keep it real, I may have said, well, Tarkino is going to marry him. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, dream guy. Okay, dream guy. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued 
at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Here's the problem with dream guys. They are only good in your dreams. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, there have been a few, even guys that I've like been like, oh, I remember. I'll give you a personal story. When I was in high school, the coolest guy in high school, the coolest guy, I he was a senior when I was a freshman. And I all the girls wanted him. He was like the shit. And I thought he was so awesome. Then flash forward like five years later, I see him at a bar and I'm like, oh my God, I am definitely, definitely making out with this guy. And I do. And I'll tell you, it was terrible. And I found out he was still going to these like high school or not high school parties, but like junior college parties. And he was stuck in that world where he was worshiped for what he was for forever. And I only liked him as that role of guy being worshiped. The same way we like these people who we only like them as what they are. And it's difficult, especially with a comedian, because you're like, oh, but they're telling real stories. So I know all about them. And it's really how it is. And, and, and it's not and like that. That's times. what I'm struggling with is because going to these shows, I, I mean, obviously, I know you guys know that being someone who's in recovery and has had issues that's the other sorry i'm totally going off on a tangent but uh that's where i get i there's some of those jokes out there i get triggered and when i get triggered especially when i'm around someone that i like i run and Mm. that's just how i've been and i haven't really dated someone since i since i've i'm sober now and that's oh i'm sure that's contributing to the anxiety then yes Oh, that, of course it does. Now you get too worked up. Mm-hmm. Well, first Again, of all, there's too much pressure. Congratulations on your sobriety. Yeah. And thank you. That's fantastic. And now that you know that you're triggered in these environments, I would say, you know, not to go there. But what if, would it be out of the question to just say to this person, will you go on a date with me? I've tried. And what happened? But see, it's all, and that's the thing is, it's all over social media. It's never face to face, and it's it gets ignored. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's like only a... so many times I can put myself out there. Okay, so yeah, you don't have his ignored. number. Nothing sounds like real yeah. on social okay. media. It's who like... the, who is this guy? I want to know. Well, can I? I'm what if we can? Have... I don't want to out anyone because people know him with the Brain Candy Podcast. Is this Theo? It's yeah. I knew it. <gasps> oh man, yeah. That's he's tough. a perfect example of probably not that he's terrible at returning. He phone ignores calls. us too. He ignores us. In We're fact, supposed- he just unfollowed me on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I've, I really? don't know. Yeah, maybe he's just like in a weird moment. Yeah, of his life. Well, he travels all the time. Unstable. And I know he's going through stuff too. And I know that, I mean, cause he has this podcast and he, and he talks about stuff. And I know he's going through stuff too. And I know it's not, I know my history and I know I, I will, I want to give him time, but it's, I don't, and see, and I don't even know. That's the crazy thing. Is I he sober know, too? Cause I don't talk to him. Say that again. Oh, I thought yeah, I was going to say, is he sober too? Yes. Oh, Oh, and, since when? He, I, he says he's five, six months over now. Oh, wow. Okay. But also... Now I sound like a super soccer. No, no, no. But also, I think... Uh, yeah, you know, that. I guess that that's... Wait, why is he... He had a drinking problem or... I think it was more of the drug issue. That's oh. at least what he says. Oh. But... It's, I mean, and that's the worst part about it. It's, it's all on, it's, 
I know it's entertainment, I know, but I know it's his real life, but mm-hmm. it's hard to say what's, I mean, I want to hope he's saying the truth, but it's like, okay, it's, it's hard when you're not speaking to that person directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I've learned that everything is different than from what you expect it to be being out here. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, there's too much like mystery. We don't know. Well, and also I think, uh. You know, when you find somebody who is inspiring to you as you're going through your own recovery and then you see that with that person, there's like this instinct to want to help them and want to. And we kind of fall in love with the idea that we can be the one to help them and we can be the one to like, I don't know, make it easier for them and things like that. And, uh, you know, I don't know. What do you think, Sus? I guess I just feel like you know the answer, which is to not invest in somebody who's basically saying they're not into you for whatever reason. It might be because he's going through his own stuff, but that's not advice that anybody wants. Like when you like someone, you don't want to like stop, move on and try to find someone else or be alone for a while. That's no fun. You should find somebody who appreciates his humor as much as you do. And then you guys can go together to his comedy shows and laugh oh my God. at it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, do you try, like, dating uh, apps and things like that? I did for a long time, but it just, it's, people want one thing, and I'm not that type of girl. Well, I, I'm not I that type of girl either, that. and I found Match.com very successful. Well, and you met your husband on there, right? I did. Yeah. But, but see, and that's, I don't know if I need to do it out here, but I know back at home, it was just, it was the same people, the same profiles, what they, they kind of just wanted one thing. And yeah, it's, it wasn't fun out there. Mm. So maybe I'll try it out here. Yeah, I give it a shot. I'm always a big fan of that. Plus, I think with Match.com, when you have to pay for it, you cut out the people mm. who just want it for free. They're getting in on Tinder. So when you go with the ones that want to pay for it, and especially in Los Angeles, where the guys who want to find, you know, dumb bimbos just go to the bars, the people who actually want relationships, uh, they, uh, you know, are on Match.com. And I would look for guys who live in, where would I put it? Maybe like... Not so flashy areas. Yeah, I'm thinking like... Anywhere, kind of like the valley, sort of, is good. And, like, Burbank. But she lives in Santa Monica, so. Yeah, but for love, you should be willing to drive about 25 miles. Okay. And they make them come to you. Well, I just say good, good for you for making your life better and becoming a better version of yourself through your recovery. And find somebody who thinks you're the... The hottest and the best. Yes, and and they will be coming to you and asking, like, and pursuing you the same way that you are pursuing Yeah, the other dude. Yeah, who that needs is- one-sided stuff? That's for the birds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be the um, reacher. Have them be the reacher. It's like my relationship with John Stamos. It's going nowhere. <laughs> so you get a filler relationship in the meantime. Right. I so suggest I... getting yourself a filler relationship. All right. Well, we're has, no help. Has, has he not followed you back yet? No, Allison. It's disgusting. That's so rude. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, it takes time. I'm just waiting it out. Oh, you and John? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but thank you, Allison. We adore you and we wish you the best and keep killing it with um, sobriety and being you. Thank you, ladies. You guys are the best. And to all the brainiacs out there, hello, and I hope y'all have a good day. Yay! Thanks, Allison. Bye. Bye. It's tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. We didn't do a good job on that one. Well, I mean, because you know what? The advice is stuff that people don't want to sometimes hear, that maybe you got to move on. Maybe they got to, like, you know, Pat, do you ever have somebody that was, like, the one that you, there was no chance you were never going to get? I do. Okay. <gasps> and what happened? Oh my god, I can never tell the story because it would be too embarrassing. It's not like the one that got, but you have th- to. There, there was somebody that I wanted, and I dated his friend instead. You're kidding. And he didn't, still didn't end up with me. Get out. Never ever. Never happened.
What? Why do you think he just wasn't that into you? No, nah, just wasn't into me. And you know what? I just had to accept that. And you know what? He married a brunette, and I was like, that's brilliant. I, I think that a lot. I'm like, oh, well, he's just not into <laughs> <Yeah>. that type. <laughs> that's that's all. He married like an exotic looking woman. I was like, yes, yeah, it's not it's Yeah, not we me. don't have that. And then I remind myself that I have a loving husband who I care about and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. Well, I feel like we've given some good advice, some yes. bad advice. Yes. Well, some, and to be expected. Yeah. Well, this is our first time. For, I know. We're just, you know, kind of getting the hang of this whole advice thing. Speaking of dating and being uh, generous and chivalrous, how about we tell people where to get some freaking flowers? Let's do it. How about books.com? B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Use code brain candy to get 20 percent off your order be a hero for valentine's i want a hero on valentine's day i there's nothing better than and you know what you can do with books is you can set up random subscriptions so they just come at random times you get flowers yeah it's like a surprise party Uh for you and now that i'm obsessed with these flowers They, you are obsessed. I am. And I, I, I'm like the kind of person who, because I'm decorating my house, I want to pick the perfect flowers to match. And if you're somebody who just wants to like freestyle it and let the floral experts decide, yeah. then you can pick florist bouquet and they'll set it up perfect. They'll pick the, uh, you know, the freshest, newest, like with the season look for you and they'll create a beautiful one. Or you could be insane like me, and you can go through every single one of their bouquets for <laughs> hours deciding which one you want. My new favorite, unicorn bouquet, available, I think, in the beginning of February. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. Check it out at books.com. <laughs> I'm here, too, people. I, I'm just saying. I, like, love it. It's the cutest bouquet. It's perfect. And it's free delivery on weekdays when you register at books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com. Code Brain Candy gets you 20% off. And I'm just a big fan of fresh foliage and flowers in my house. Yeah, man. As you know. Who isn't? Yeah. So go check it out. I told you about the volcano they grow on. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it's too ridiculous. It's awesome. (laughs) All right, people. I don't know. We weren't very helpful, but... I hope you were entertained. I think think we were. Okay, good. Yeah. And go to thebraincandypodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter if you want any of the links from things we discussed today. Bye. See ya. See ya.